Today I want to talk about prayer and what prayer is and the importance of prayer in order to enter into the presence of God. The presence of God is what is the most important thing in our lives that we have walk in fellowship with God. Just like in human relationships, it's the presence of the other person that causes us to cultivate and develop a relationship. In the same way it is with God, we have to have be in His presence in order to cultivate our relationship with Him. Of course, that happens through the study of the Word, but also through speaking to God, which is what the Bible calls prayer. Prayer is the voice of faith to the Father. We're speaking to the Father by faith in the name of Jesus. We're communicating to the Father. This is why Jesus came. He came to restore man's communication with the Father. He's the great mediator. He took the sin that was hindering us from reaching uh, and being able to communicate with the Father. He took that sin on himself when he became sin for us. It is the assurance that whatever needs we have, that will be met uh, based on the Word of God. Unbelief cannot pray. It can only a religion cannot pray. It's only words. You know, Jesus was talking about the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and talking about how they think that God is going to answer, the Father is going to answer their prayers based on the many words and you have certain religions you're supposed to pray so many prayers certain kind of prayers and then because you do this the, the god is going to answer no prayer has to be based on confidence in god and confidence in his word and we call that faith prayer is that word you know we pray the word of god too which is the most powerful form of prayer, especially when that word is quickened in our hearts by the Holy Spirit and we speak it out loud. So prayer is the living word, the word of God in our lips of faith. We hold his word up to him in prayer like a mirror. You know, the Lord says to remind him, remind him of his word. Remind me now. Hold me, bring me to remembrance, bring me to remembrance of my promises. And this is what God wants us to do. Well, God hasn't forgotten, but it's for our benefit that we bring that word up so that our faith connects us then to the Father, which releases the power of God, the presence of God into our lives. And that presence of God meets the need and breaks the yoke. The yokes will be destroyed because of the anointing, which is the presence of God, the power of God. As we study the Word, we can ask Him, believing firmly that He will do what He has promised. He promised, and we hold that promise up to Him in prayer. The Word says, by my stripes, or by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. Then we have to take that promise even in in first peter 2:24 by whose stripes you were healed so we take that promise and we go before the father and we say father you said that by your stripes i was healed i'm going to believe that word and i'll take it as mine and i'm going to thank you for it and praise you for it
And from that moment on, we regard ourselves as healed. And whether we have symptoms or not doesn't make a difference. Because if we have faith, from that moment on, the sickness will start to disappear. Maybe instantly, maybe over a period of time. But the healing starts because of our faith in that word. Hallelujah. God and his word is the day of one. Just as Jesus and the word of one. He said in, in, for in John 1, 1. Uh, in in the English translation in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God Jesus is that word he honors the word the father does honor the word and he honors his son he calls his son the word so Jesus the son of God Yeshua HaMashiach this, the, Jesus the anointed he is the same. Him and the Word are the same. Whatever the Word proclaims, He proclaims. Whatever the Word says, He says. When we study the Word, we study Jesus. We study about Jesus. The Word was with the Son and in the Son. So He is in the Word and with the Word today. When we quote the Word, we quote what Jesus is saying when we rest on the word you know Hebrews 4 3 says for we which have believed to enter into rest when we rest in the word we rest on him his word is my contact with Jesus my contact with the Father his word as I believe it and I speak it that is Jesus speaking when I speak in his name. We speak in his word back to him. He speaks to us through his written word. He speaks to us through his spirit, which you always correspond with the word. And as we do, he speaks to us. We hold his word as a bank holds our notes. Just as we have collateral to make the note good God has the ability to make his word good hallelujah it's backed by a blood sworn oath prayer is facing God with man's needs but with also with his promise his promise to meet those needs Jesus taught his disciples to pray he has taught us to pray. He's teaching us to pray through his word. As he taught us to trust in his word. Prayer is a part of God's vision for us. He encourages us to act on his word. You know, we read in James 2, 18. Show me that faith without works and I will show you my faith with works. So faith without works is dead. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. He has taught us how to pray. He encourages us to act on his word by his spirit. He is the one that's with us in our prayer life with him, in his presence. 
You know, the presence of God is so precious. And it's in prayer, it's in the study of the Word and prayer as we cultivate that presence and we learn to know Him and we become more like Him. This is His way of saving, healing and blessing us through His Word and through communication with Him through prayer. And Jesus clearly states many times that we ought to pray communicate with God. Jesus gave us an example. You know, sometimes he would pray all night. Sometimes, many times he would get up early in the morning and he would pray. He spent hours in prayer talking to his heavenly father. Hallelujah. He showed us how we should pray. And he told us in Luke 18.1 Men ought always to pray and not to faint. You know, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane the disciples that fainted, they gave up. Maybe they, they didn't. They they were too much in the flesh, and they fell asleep. And Jesus had to battle that battle on his own. Hallelujah. Man ought always to pray, and not turn out badly or man ought always to pray and not cave in to other translations of the same scripture so we have to endure be endure in prayer and keep on pushing sometimes we have to battle in prayer prayer means vital contact with the father we are so close to him in prayer that we breathe in His very presence. We speak to Him, He speaks back to us. Prayer means that we come boldly to the throne of grace. You know, Hebrews 4.12, or 4.16 rather. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Hallelujah. So whenever there is a need, Whenever there is not a need, just to communicate and fellowship. Really, there's always a need to get closer to Him, even if there are no emergencies all the time. And we should not just pray when there are emergencies. We should communicate and fellowship with Him and get to know Him and get more like Him. And the only way that's going to happen is as we seek Him, seek His face in prayer. It says so wonderfully in, in the Second Chronicles 7.14, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. You know, it says my people, but, but we can also change it and say, If I shall humble myself and pray and seek his face and turn from my wicked ways, so we must personalize the Word of God so that it applies to us personally. This is a form of prayer. See, it's seeking His face. It's seeking His presence through His Word and in prayer. And this is the wonderful privilege that we have as Christians to come before Him in prayer and talk to Him like we talk to a, a earthly father. We can pour out our hearts we can explain to him what what is going on in our lives. I remember my father told me about my grandmother. 
she was a praying woman she didn't have much but she had a strong prayer life and one night she was so desperate and she was praying all night and the next day afterwards she told my father how she had prayed and how the Lord Jesus came and sat down by her bedside and she was pouring out her heart telling him what was the most precious pre the most emergent needs and the most pressing thing that she had in her heart different things different prayer requests and every time she did Jesus put his hand on her forehead and just move his hand off her forehead and when he did she felt like the burden left her so whatever burden you have come to the Lord with it he takes it he takes it praise God Jesus said in Matthew 11 28 come unto me all ye that labor and heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I'm meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls for my burden is light my yoke is easy and my burden is light may God richly bless you to pour out your heart to the Lord and to communicate with him daily in prayer this was the first teaching on a series of teachings on prayer and the presence of God may God richly bless you until we communicate next time in Jesus name Amen.